Hello, hello. Welcome to the Get At Gaming podcast fun time holiday hour. Um, that was trying to be a Simpsons reference, you know, like spinoffs. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we're talking about uh, Simpsons um, holiday Christmas episodes, mostly Christmas. Honestly, there aren't too many holiday episodes that I have noticed personally. Um, but uh, yeah, I got my Simpsons uh, Christmas shirt here and joining me today. We have a special guest. Special guest. Would you like to announce hey, who you going? are? what you do i am vex composure insane off the rails australian streamer who also does a bit of pro-production content host of the ai clown fiesta mm -hmm. over on twitch twitch tv slash good old vx underscore composure nice and i am a huge huge simpsons fanatic like 6 p.m every single night on channel 10 here in australia for the longest time the license has jumped around the place to different mm -hmm. channels now but it is an absolute staple of australians to get in that 6 p.m simpsons right around dinner time okay all right um that's in my blood yeah so i i wanted to start this actually I don't know how long this episode is going to be. Hopefully it's under two hours. Hopefully it's like an hour 30. Like that's the good part. But I feel like we could actually talk about this forever. So if we do, do go a little too far uh, or a little too long, I'll try to wrap up certain episodes that we talk about and just try to just continue on. Um, but I wanted to start this um, by asking you, what was your first Simpsons episode that you recall watching? Oh, man. First ever episode that I can recall. Hot damn. That's a really, really hard one because of how early it came into my life. Yeah. I want to say... The first one that really actually made an impression on my brain, that really stuck in the neurons, is actually one that we're going to be talking about today, which is Marge Be Not Proud. I like that one a lot. That episode really, really stuck with me growing up, and it has good sentiments. It has some really, really weird gags in it, breaking the fourth wall of just being The Simpsons in an animation, mm -hmm. as well as one of the straight-up best sentiments at the end. It is really, really sweet. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm kind of the same way where... Um... The, the reason I really got into The Simpsons, um, I forget when they came out over here, um, but I want to say I was in sixth grade. So that would have been like 2004, 2003. I forget how, when that is. But um, I remember specifically going to my aunt and uncle's house and watching the episode where, is it? It's the St. Patrick's Day episode. I don't know if it's Duffless or not, but it's the one where Bart gets drunk and like he walks in front of the camera. And he's like, what are you looking at? And then like <laughs> dies. Um, but like, that's the one I specifically remember because I got to watch it at my aunt and uncle's and like my, my mom, my, my dad probably didn't care, but my mom at the time was like, you shouldn't be watching Simpsons. And to be fair, like, okay, that's fine. Um, but then later on, I kind of tricked them into doing <laughs> because um the simpsons started coming out on dvd so the way i got into it really was watching the dvds as they came out so when season one came out i bought season one um and then oh. i was watching them in order for the longest time like that's how 
I did it. Um, so like the old DVDs, seasons one and season two in particular, I remember it doesn't even have um, play all. So you had to like click through each little episode menu <laughs> in order to get to the episode. But man, season one, season two, like they're definitely a trip there. Um, I used to not appreciate them as much um, back when, but now rewatching everything on like Disney plus as well. I really like season one and season two a whole lot more now than I used to. Well, as a child, you don't get to really understand the impact of the real gritty family life stuff that season yeah. one and two really has. Yeah, and I think that's how I kind of got it across to my family, um, like by watching it. It's like it's more of a family show in season one and season two than like a, I don't know, more of an adult cartoon, but like not that high, like somewhere a little down below. Um, so like that's how I feel like I got into it because like um, the first one of the first episodes um, that we're gonna be talking about here I, I don't know I I guess I technically had on the list the Tracy Ullman short I don't know did you watch that Yeah yeah I went okay. back and watched okay. it it's very short Yeah it's a, it's a little special Yeah um, but um, I mean yeah I guess we can just um, go right into that um, Yeah it's very very short I could not find a good copy of it to watch. <laughs> online at yeah, all it was YouTube very just had a, a good old 240p version of it yeah and someone wrote like this is really good quality in, the, <laughs> in there like, okay sure I, I guess it's good quality um but yeah it's just very much um it, it's that one poem uh I, I forget what the poem's specifically called but it's like not a creature was stirring not even a mouse type thing but like it's told by Bart's point of view, just talking about like him enjoying Christmas, trying to get presents early, all this kind of stuff. Um, Homer trying to kill Bart. <laughs> he says something like really drastic yeah. in that particular one. Oh um, yeah. He goes really brutal. He was still very much the, oh, what is it? The, the captain mad character, the original name of Homer before he was mm -hmm. Homer. Still very much that archetype of character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one was, again, very short, um, but I did want to mention it on this list just because, I mean, Tracy Ullman's show really did make The Simpsons become a, a thing. Like, they were just little shorts here or there, and then eventually it's like, hey, you want to make this uh, want to make this an actual primetime show? And um, Matt Groening and folks are like, yes, please. Um, all we're doing is life as hell. And <laughs> uh, I mean, that's I, I've read some of that, like it's it's fine it's not my cup of tea personally but like i can see why people would like that and i can see the evolution of how like the simpsons um became its own thing life is hell definitely had a bit more of that better for artists vibe to it that a lot mm -hmm. of artists go through like regardless of your medium whether you're a musician or you're a cartoonist animator etc something that's definitely far more a perspective that can be appreciated by someone who's part of the medium yeah um but yeah I, again i just wanted to talk about um that first little short there because um without tracy ullman we would not have our simpsons memorabilia all the things that we have all these shirts um you said early off camera that you don't have any simpson shirts shame on you um, yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah like um i have a bunch of old stuff um 
from when I used to go like flea markets, um, shopping and things. So like the older, like Simpsons, um, like toys, like the stuffed, like animal type toys of them, like of the whole family, like the, like the heads were hard plastic, but everything else was, uh, stuffed. Um, I have a Simpsons, like Christmas, uh, Homer, like a dancing Homer type thing where like you push a button and he like ho ho hoes and does a song or something i think he sings one of the songs that's in a later episode we're going to talk about uh you're a mean one homer J. <laughs> um oh that one's yeah. so good but um yeah i i think we should uh get right on it and talk about the quote-unquote first episode of the simpsons um this is not really the first episode um i forget the title of the original first episode but they aired it last and season one and instead uh aired this one because it was more finished and looks more like the actual show compared to the very first uh was it class class i can't say their name claspy supo like whatever like that type of weird animation like it was very rubber bandy and but it was like fluid sometimes too in the original in that first weird episode um but yeah this simpsons roasting um on open fire um is definitely um one of my favorites still um even after all these years like you have a bunch of different episodes for the simpsons and yes this is just a regular like christmas episode type thing but it's very good and it still has um as you were saying earlier a very uh, a lot of these episodes have very good messages in them um that you just don't think to um out talk about or even just think about like oh a, a show taught me something or a show is like actually showing some sort of uh value this is a cartoon it should just be for laughs it should just be for um just uh distracting kids but no it actually has a lot of heart there it really does and it's great that it doesn't exactly try to force it down your throat or anything it just exists with the message mm -hmm. and it's, it's very easy to miss as a, a child because of that but especially coming back to it as someone who you know you, your life has started you're working a job you're understanding things like financial crises and the like it really hits harder almost every time you come back to it mm -hmm. yeah for sure um a lot of things i like about this one in particular well one it, it, it's the first one and so there wasn't a couch gag yet but uh, so like it just starts immediately um it just starts um within this whole um just it starts snowing oh man i'm not even using the right thing we were supposed to have snow on here oh well um <laughs> man um i don't want to change that anymore i'm done uh it's too much work all right as an australian snow is very odd to me during the christmas time all right. and in general whatsoever <laughs> well i i am uh based out of indiana so like snow just happens all the time and then i have family in minnesota which is the land of snow um so like yeah i i hate it a lot and yet i have to live in it so yeah it's it's a fun time um but uh yeah this episode um again is like one of the it is the first episode anyone that ever has really seen before and basically the synopsis is that um homer doesn't have uh, a christmas bonus this year 
And um, so they have that rainy day fund. They have that big jar that they keep on top of. Uh... Wait, no, no, it's in her hair. And then she puts it like, okay, Homer, no peeking. And then she just pulls it out of her hair, this huge jar. And they go shopping. And uh, Bart goes and uh, gets a gets a tattoo. How old are you? 21, sir. Get a chair. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, there's so many like little quotes in here that I just love so much. Um, but uh, yeah, so Bart gets a tattoo. And so because of that, um, uh, Marge has to uh, remove it uh, sur- uh, surgically with lasers. And that uh, costs the whole jar um, because they have to have money up front for this particular procedure. And so Marge thinks that, um, oh, uh, thank God for Homer's uh, bonus. And so Homer has to get a second job as a, a Santa um, over in uh, the Springfield Mall. And um, basically, yeah, it just it goes it goes from there. Um, but from from the I, I kind of skimmed a lot of things, but um, what are some of the memorable parts um, of uh, this episode? At least that first half there, like right be- right before he gets the job. Definitely the contrast between switching between the the two situations as. Bart gets the tattoo, like, it's even weird because Bart being the the troublemaker he is, he needs to do something that's just gonna mess things up, but he kind of thought that it would be a sweet thing. Mm -hmm. He he did actually have some strange good intentions behind what he was planning (laughs) with that tattoo. It's, uh, what was it, uh, I I love it, Bart. Um, it's very thoughtful. It makes you look very distinguished. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's fantastic, the the encouragement that he gets around it. But the, the first part of the episode, it's mainly just like the switching back and forth between Homer realizing that things aren't going to go to plan and they're going to have to fall back on that just as Marge is having to be like, well, we're going to have to fall back on Homer then. And it's all just coming together into this perfect storm right from the get-go yeah um i didn't even talk about the weird um this the pageant like the christmas pageant in the very beginning where like uh everyone like all the different students are um dressed up as certain things like uh what was it um was it ralph who was dressed up as kruprecht or whatever um wait no uh uh, uh hote osho oh, okay yeah where he has a priest yeah, who has yeah uh the eyeballs in the back of his head and then one of the eyes falls out and someone gasps they're like oh and then they start clapping like they thought it was real eyes <laughs> that always gets me just because like it's it, so it definitely stupid. still had that um those original graining influences there where he wanted it to be a bit grittier and more in your face, but that was as much as he could push it. Yeah. Um, and then even, I don't know if this is the first introduction of the way that this song goes. Cause I really don't know the origin of this, but the, you know, the jingle bells, Batman smells like, I don't know if that comes from this or not. I really don't. 
but as far as like what I I've seen before, say it came comes from like something way earlier, like definitely something more schoolyard, far earlier in life. But mm -hmm. definitely within our generations, The Simpsons was a massive introduction to it and like widespread influence. Yeah, because um, yeah, they're they're all singing Jingle Bell, Jingle Bells, and then Bart singing Jingle Bells, Batman smells, um, <laughs> and then he gets pulled out of there by Principal Skinner. Um, is different design i want to say he's like designed a little bit differently in this episode a lot of people are just because it's season one um <clears throat> but uh yeah this uh this episode for sure um now i'm trying to think of what i was gonna say dang um <laughs> um but yeah this episode for sure starts off um very friendly and just um, very like oh it's just a little pageant and stuff and then then it gets down into that actual nitty-gritty of um yeah the, the the family hurting and um having to do more things here so like uh yeah homer gets that um job um he well he goes to he goes to moe's and um Mo is upset with homer is like why, why are you so sad homer um but uh barney goes and uh barney shows up in a santa outfit i think at moe's and it's like oh yeah you can go and be santa and you'll get um you'll get money to do it so um homer decides to go to um santa school at night and uh learn how to be santa by that weird like instructor who just looks like a college professor doing it for some reason. Yeah. Um, like, I'm not sure why, but um, yeah, like he like even like sits on Homer's lap. It's like, because uh, he's like trying to name the different uh, reindeers, like Dasher, mm -hmm. Prancer, mm -hmm. Donner, Blitzen, <laughs> Comet Cooper. And he just like says weird stuff. It's like, sit down. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah, he eventually gets that um, gets the job and everything. He goes to uh, the the mall. Bart notices that hey, there's a Santa over there. Let's play a trick on him, and pulls the beard and immediately notices. And he's like, Homer, um, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't know. Um, oh, it's okay. Um, nobody knows. I'm trying to do this because I didn't get my bonus. And then they all bond um, over that for a little bit um and they go to um collect his money and so he was supposed to get like i think he was supposed to get like a hundred dollars but because of the rental fee of the the santa outfit because of like other things like here or there he just gets twenty dollars and barney's just like 20 big ones and they go to the dog track yep. and you know gets a get to see those um dogs and um i forget do you remember what the the dog was that barney bet on uh was barney sure, yeah he had a, sure a, like a sure bet that he um he talked about i don't remember the specific name of that i thought it was like sure thing or like something weird like that you know like it, it was, was very on the nose yeah i'm trying to see here if i can see what the actual name of the dog is i mean i guess it yeah they only make 13 dollars despite the 120 dollars gross pay whirlwind was the the sure winning dog. okay yeah yeah i see it now uh yeah whirlwind um and sure enough um 
well they they see whirlwind and stuff and then they also hear santa's little helper and uh bart's like no yeah bart's just like no dad we gotta do this because uh it'll be a christmas uh miracle it happened to the smurfs it happened to tiny tim it can happen to us (laughs) and he's like all right um was it 20 uh or yeah 13 dollars on sam's little helper who's tiny tim (laughs) something like that um but um yeah sam's little helper loses so they lose all their money and gets thrown out of the racetrack and they they get the they get the dog and they come home with that dog rounding around in the the parking lot trying to find just a winning ticket trying to do something as the the owner of santa's little helper comes out it's like you've lost your last race and kicks santa's little helper out into the car park yeah but um so yeah like they they get him and um marge and everyone just kind of notices like oh this is the best gift ever and bart and homer just like share the secret which is really kind of touching because like you don't really see this often with those two um later episodes or anything maybe later in like season one season two era but definitely like season three again is like that um that definite um switch where like it's very much like this is a cartoon the there's only these homer episodes there are these bard episodes they don't really mix too well together they don't really like each other they don't really do these things they're not really a family um but they are in some senses but um yeah i i I definitely again like this episode a lot we did skip some things like selma and patty and selma are there (laughs) i do want to bring this up is marge there uh who is this marge please this is one of her sisters isn't it marge (laughs) just setting the groundwork for the absolute hatred between homer and the aunts yeah um and then i think it was this episode where he like steals a tree like he just goes out in the middle of night and just steals a tree and there's like a bird in it like a birdhouse or something (laughs) in it um but um yeah overall i don't normally rate things but at the same time like this this gets like a good rating in my book um it's an episode that i watch all the time like even not at christmas um like when i'm when i'm itching to watch the simpsons there are certain episodes that i watch um and this is definitely one of them um i don't even think do you know what my favorite episode is i think we've talked about this before I believe we have, but I have absolute goldfish okay. memory. All right. Well, my favorite episode is You Only Move Twice. So Hank Scorpio. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Hank Scorpio is absolutely amazing. Yes. Um, and, like, we could have a whole episode just talking about Hank Scorpio. But, um, yeah, so that was the first episode um, here, at least that we're talking about here for The Simpsons. Um, Funnily enough, starting out with a trend that didn't actually continue, like we had the first episode be a very Christmas centric episode. Yeah. Very Christmas themed, very holiday themed. And then it wasn't until what was the season seven until we got another Christmas even themed episode. Because season two um, only got... um got the thanksgiving episode because i actually watched that yesterday because <laughs> i was like i haven't seen this one in a long time it's it's a united states thanksgiving this week i should i should give this a go and shockingly like i i i liked it a lot i, I guess not shockingly but i just don't remember that episode at all until i started watching it 
That is the one where Bot destroys Lisa's diorama. Yeah, like the centerpiece for everything, and yep. like then he ends up like on the roof, and he's like, "Whoa, there's all these cool things here." Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, the first episode here. Any final thoughts on um, Simpsons roasting on an open fire? Something that I definitely love is how well bookended the episode is. It starts with a Bart parody with the Jingle Bells Batman Smells, and it ends with good old Bart with the red nose reindeer like a light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got that. Right. Other than that, I, I just got to give it a straight out was... gritty reality, but sweet out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Was this the first time Homer ever yelled, why you little? Right at the end. Uh... It may be. I can't remember Unless if he, he ever did, did it in the Tracy Ullman. Well, yeah, I don't know if he did, but at least for the show, that ending part was either then or he might have yelled it when the photo was being taken of him with the beard um, being pulled off. Um, but... I believe it. that's another a bookend factor. Well, like an, an ending factor is the, the why you little. I don't believe he had the why you little during the santa moment okay. it was actually surprisingly down to earth all but backing off was surprising again it's just like season one and season two just like it's just so down to earth and that and then it had the the hints of the the tropial cartoony stuff mm -hmm. that set the groundwork for later seasons to just like go absolutely ham with yeah but it was absolutely fantastic yeah definitely good episode uh get at gaming over here um, recommends it so honestly spoiler alert i'm probably gonna recommend a lot of these <laughs> um there there's like a couple here or there i'm just like that we might be talking about where i'm just like eh. um but for the most part like yeah i like these a lot um so let's the vast majority of these ones are very high tier yeah um so let's go to um season seven again you were talking about this was like really the first episode that you either watched or made you fall in love with the simpsons so um i don't mean to put you on the spot but you want to try to do the synopsis for this one well you know this one really really stuck with me it has a fantastic set of acts throughout it if you go to the fandom wiki it actually does detail out the full story within acts and that's something that until i was looking up simpsons more recently it really is far more clean cut with throwbacks between the acts with tons of fantastic parody like being a, a video game player and understanding the intense fomo that it comes about us mm -hmm. now they were really ahead of the curve with that with bone storm the good old <laughs> mortal combat parody yeah of the time but but generally to to go it from like start to finish rapid fire we have the the general events of bot and everyone else wanting the game they see the ad they want the game bot just desperate for it sees that like millhouse has it he's he's experiencing that fomo cracks and commits theft yeah. Uh, by the, the the influence of the the good old bully crew of uh, Kearney and Jimbo. Actually, no, I think it was just Jimbo and Nelson. I don't yeah. think Kearney was there. He that wasn't. Time. He wasn't there that time. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, one of my favorite gags of all time, uh, I believe Jimber said it. It's just like five finger discount, dude. Four, four finger, he, like four finger discount. <laughs> Does he actually say four finger? Yeah, he oh, says no. four finger discount, dude. Oh, I, I keep thinking he says five, and that it, yeah. it's a break of the fourth wall there. But yeah. it, it, it's a it's a self aware one there then. Yeah, I like that, and then I also like it's like uh i got what was it a new, a new jacket check it out it's <laughs> just like <laughs> like the same thing underneath just with the price tag the already pre-torn denim sweater yeah uh but um uh and then of course like bart gets caught on his way out he he tries to hide it from things one of the best gags definitely the security guard talking on the phone like marge is already on the other side and bart thinks it's already over and then right at the end of the call hangs up and everything's just like they weren't there i left a message yeah <laughs> yeah because i remember that part well, well, that the Troy McClure, like, uh, hi, I'm Troy McClure. Um, I don't know, just I, I love anything with Troy McClure. Anything with Phil Hartman, honestly, in this show is great. But I, I love the little videos that he's always in. These like, it's just about shoplifting for some reason. <laughs> like, he's just in a video about shoplifting. Okay, but uh, anything and everything. Yeah, you may remember me from literally everything. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I, I remember specifically, like, yeah, after he leaves that voicemail, um, they they have that, um, I don't like that movie, so I always forget what it is. Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, they have that parody where he's running, like, running through everything, and uh, gotta change that tape, gotta change that tape, gotta change Maggie, oh god, we gotta change Maggie! <laughs> Oh, just the, the amount of fantastic parodies in this episode is non-stop. Yeah, um, but I guess um, let's kind of cut it there for a little bit. And I want to talk about a little bit about the beginning. Um, because, what was it? Um, Bart tries to buy Bone Storm because he sees that it's 99 cents at the at comic book guys uh android's dungeon and it's like here's 99 cents um that's the rental fee um you can't uh purchase it that way <laughs> um you can get lee carvello's uh putting challenge though <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah since uh millhouse gets it and he's like wow i've only entered my name and he tries to type in thrill house but there aren't enough characters so it just says thrill ho <laughs> I, I love that so much and he's like uh bart comes over like hey can i play um no uh, you can't um it, it's a two-player game you have an extra controller there i forget what he says uh, the first time uh things is mom bart's swearing swearing yeah, yeah and then swearing like the he throws one. him out she throws him out like by like the ears yeah and uh because even the second time when he tries to come back and um play with the the cup and ball <laughs> it's just like mom bart's smoking <laughs> and then the same thing with ow ow ow, ow. <laughs> but uh, ends up spending uh, a little bit of time with her and everything yeah it, it's great just that that opportunity 
of the the FOMO there and the, you know, you want what you can't have. Simpsons has plenty of that to, to reference another episode. You've got the more ham-fisted one of, um, now Maggie doesn't want this ball, but if I take the ball and then Barty even joins, give me the ball, give me the ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, like, these first two Christmas episodes show Bart in like a like I'm empathizing with him compared to like other episodes where um you're just like man he's just a jerk um but with like this you're really like man I I, I haven't personally experienced some of these things but like I could see how like a kid could do this because it was so easy like you you really uh, you're, you're a kid. You don't know any better. You kind of do, but you kind of don't know the repercussions of anything. And yeah, just having that whole thing open because that snotty kid gets one. Um, oh, yeah. The snotty kid with the mom uh, who just like just does anything the kid says. It's like, uh, does she already have that one? No, mom. I I have this. I'm not sharing with my sister. Yeah, get two. Yeah, you have to get two of them, and then that's why the thing's open, because I guess the the squeaky teen or whoever it was, um, th they didn't talk, but I think it was a squeaky teen um, who grabbed it, um, just left the the cartridges open um, there. But, um, yeah, like, once he gets caught even, and he's like, um, the mom is like, man, uh, that boy better uh, should have uh, better parenting or better parents and then the kid's like shut up mom <laughs> yep <laughs> it just goes to show like even if like you do get everything you want like you you could still be a jerk <laughs> yeah it just it does not create healthy personalities just getting everything and always being treated with a yes dear personality yeah um but I guess um, now we'll, I always call it, have you ever played, other things do this. Have you ever played Uncharted? Like Uncharted 2 specifically? Yep. Okay. So my friend and I, we always say like, oh, it's doing an Uncharted 2. Even though other things do this, um, where we're, we're going to go back because we, we kept going and now we're going to go back to it. Like just, you know, like we, we started in a weird place. We're going to go back. Um, <laughs> kind of like the beginning of Uncharted 2. It starts in the middle and then goes back. Um but uh so yeah um home um homer listens to the the tape um of uh <laughs> what was it hello mother yeah it was crap. hello father Ma uh, marge I am is lisa is lisa in camp granada <laughs> <laughs> no one will find this here he just puts it in the thing instead of destroying the tape he just puts it in there like Okay, kid. <laughs> and then it it never does get found. No one ever listens to it. <laughs> yeah, but like, I guess no one's listening to the voicemails. I feel like eventually someone would find it. Um, just because you noted, or Marge or someone or Lisa would notice like, oh, this is Camp Granada. Let me go find Camp Granada. Oh, what's this thing doing here? This. Um, one of the, the smarter Simpsons would find it. Maggie could probably find it. Um, <laughs> Very long. But um, yeah, they they got over there and um, Bart thinks he's safe um, and he sleeps well. Um, 
that night and uh the next day um marge is like um oh good morning bart and bart's just like all chipper and everything uh we're gonna get our pictures done today oh that's okay that's great mom because i'm in a smiling mood and it's like oh well we're gonna go to the try and save and, and then it all sinks in the ban everything that's like repercussed from it everything that he thought that he got away with it's all starting to come to an end yeah but there are two try and saves so he was like oh well maybe they're going to this one instead and no they go to the same the same one um so he has that um that uh fantasy of like being in juvie and uh having having a chip and it's like uh uh if you get a chip you get um you get a christmas present and someone gets like a newspaper or like some socks or something random like that and then uh rug samples yeah (laughs) yeah the rug samples i think nelson gets that he's like oh awesome um (laughs) and then uh bart doesn't get anything if i remember correctly it's like they're all out even though he had a even though he had a thing um but um yeah so they end up going to the try and save he's um sneaking around um a little bit like in the parking lot and then homer's like oh there's someone legs tired and he like puts them on his (laughs) shoulders and like puts them on like a little kid just like letting him ride around and him like dodging the cameras here or there um he finally thinks that he's safe because um he's i think he's wearing a hat earlier uh, he was wearing like a uh, nose and chin putty, so he'd look uh, different. Um, but I think he's just like wearing the hat and just kind of looking around all shifty. Um, and then as soon as they take the picture, of course, because this is cartoon logic. As soon as they take the picture, it's uh, the security guard grabbing him. <laughs> Yoink. Yeah, <laughs> and um, it's like, oh, it not my son. My son would never steal. I was like, oh yeah, we have the tape. Oh yeah, well whatever tape uh, he he doesn't steal steal and then he like blocks the tv and he's like mom i have something to tell you i did it and then you see on all the other tvs of him just like looking around <laughs> grabbing <laughs> like he hides behind that one tv and yet everyone else in that store sees that yeah he he stole he he did all that um and um, and then the, the disappointment in Marge's voice then just the oh Bart like it sets up the the whole second act of the episode of Bart having to start to deal with Marge's disappointment in him and not seeing him as his like precious little boy. Yeah, because earlier like he was getting tucked in bed and uh the the sleepy train something something i forget the exact song but it's like oh i'm tucking you in bed and um he's like mom i'm too old for this stuff and um that night when everything happens like you hear her singing to lisa and then she walks to his door good night and just slams the door (laughs) um yeah like it's very disappointing um like like you definitely empathize again with bart for this because you're like man that's really sad like that actually is a sad thing like like did he get what's coming to him yes but at the same time again he is a kid like he i don't know like peer pressure he wasn't aware stuff. of these are the repercussions like yeah. especially when he was given the encouragement of like it's a victimless crime like 
Well, yeah. even if I don't get away with it, no one's going to be like that upset, right? But then he didn't think about the worst possible thing being Marge being upset with him. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so that night, I think it's either that night or early next morning where Marge is like, oh, maybe I'm just babying him too much. So I should make him be more self-sufficient since he's older now. Um, kind of taking into heart what Bart said earlier when he's like, I am too old for this. I'm too old for this tucking, uh, tucking me in to sleep and all this. Um, so yeah. So she's like, um, what was it? She made like hot cocoa for everyone and stuff. And, it's like, oh, there's no marshmallows in mine. Uh, you can, I think you're old enough to put in your own, your own marshmallow. Okay, well, if I mess it up, all right. And then he puts in the marshmallow, grows super big, <laughs> and it's just a hot cocoa marshmallow. And he has to, like, eat it with a knife and fork. And Grandpa's like, hey, save some of that for me. <laughs> <laughs> just the insanity that, like, the difference between Bart putting in and Marge putting in is totally a life-changing experience like everything he does now without his mother's help is just gonna go to hell <laughs> yeah um but um yeah it's it's just uh very interesting to see that again just where he he thinks that he's being neglected and he kind of is but at the same time, it's Marge realizing, yeah, that he is an older boy now. He should be learning how to do certain things. Um, but he uh, clearly doesn't like it. Um, but let's see here. I'm trying to hop around here. Oh, I guess. I man, I, I get these episodes mixed up since I've seen them so many times. Like, I'm like. Where, where where did these things happen? I talked about earlier about the bone storm thing again, where um like he, he goes, goes over yeah Mill he goes House's back to Millhouse's house yeah and is like um oh you can have it I, I'm I'm bored with it I don't need it anymore and seeing like that that thing that made him steal is boring so he doesn't need it like Millhouse doesn't even need it anymore. And he's like, I'm way too involved with this cup and ball now. <laughs> Where's it going to go? <laughs> Nobody knows. And he just like keeps trying to do it. And instead, yeah, instead Bart wants that because like, he's like, give it to me. No, mom, Bart's smoking. And um, yeah, and then this is what, what you were saying earlier happens, like where he is um, uh, hanging out instead with uh, Luann Van Houten. Um, just uh learning yeah. can i do Looking mom that, stuff with like, you motherly approval like he just can i like help you out with hobbies can i hang out with you just looking for someone to have that like motherly love to him because he sits down with her and is doing the things and i can't remember the exact quote for it but he does turn around and say like something on the lines of like am i a good boy am i a good oh, son he says or... um he says please tell me i'm a good boy or something like that yeah yeah, because then that's when he, like that scene kind of ends where it seems like she's like, get out. Because <laughs> it's just very much like, this is weird. You shouldn't be helping me. You should be hanging out with Millhouse. You should be with your own parents. Um, get out of here. Um, 
but uh this is when homer or when uh wow i'm saying everyone's names of bart um this is when bart shows back up um over to his house and you see that it apparently it snowed while he was gone so the whole family made snowmen and there's no snow left but there's some snow underneath uh the the car like where the tire is so bart has to build a snowman with uh this gross like i don't know tire tire like snow car. like yeah like it's it's like that brown like gray snow where it's just like oh this is clearly trash like um but it, it definitely reflects how um bart feels separated from the family in more ways than one um but then yeah then uh it breaks um but um let's see here that's what like leads us into the the last act and yeah. it it's a very short last act but it's a very defined part of the episode mm -hmm. because um just like you were saying with the the snowman showing he's a bit of a like outcast of the family now he actually acknowledges it when returning to the try and save and like nelson comes by like oh like check us out i knew you'd like it mm -hmm. <laughs> i can't even remember what he stole that time something completely ridiculous something that he would never use yeah and yeah makes the comments like i'll show everyone what a black sheep can do yeah so and i i don't remember though was that the same try and save did he end up going to the same yes. one again like they let him back in this time yeah, it seemed like they let him back into it after the events of it. Okay, because I didn't and know like, if he maybe, had to go to the the other one. Maybe there was some, like, unspoken things, because, like, that would have been where he could go, because it's the try and save nearby their house. Like, a kid's yeah. not going to go over to the other one. It's too out of the way. That's true. And it, it, there could have been some, like, unspoken stuff there where maybe he was just allowed back in because the parents had, like, talked to him and, mm -hmm. like, things had gone down that way, or... Something I'd like to think is maybe he went in there and the security card might have intimidated him and he, like, but maybe talked it through with mm -hmm. the security guard to be like, this is what I want to do. I want to make it up to them. I want to apologize to you. I want to apologize to the store. I want to apologize to my parents. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So he ends up um, going over there and you don't know what he exactly he did. Um, but he shows up back home with his jacket that he seems to only wear in certain episodes. Um, but he used it to pickpocket or, or to steal earlier. And um, Marge is just like, oh, we're decorating the tree. Wait, Bart, what's what do you have in your pocket? Nothing, Mom. Bart, are you stealing again? What is that? You better show it to me. And then she pulls it out um, of his pocket and she starts crying. And he's like, I wanted to surprise you. Um and it's just a photo of just Bart. And so she puts that on the picture that was ruined that's lopsided because Bart's not in it. And then they put it back in that frame. And then it's perfectly, like, center and um, back to normal. Um, but the, the funniest thing that I like about it, um, because I don't know how he could get the picture without paying for it, is that there is a little tag that does say paid in full. <laughs> yeah he, he did go out of his way to get the receipt yeah um and then she's like oh well um 
since I got a Christmas present early, I think you should get a Christmas present early. And then Lisa's like, I want a Christmas present early. <laughs> and then she doesn't get, get it. a Christmas present early and just yelp the, yeah. the whole, like, she, this isn't fair. Like, he yeah. did something bad, now he's done something good. Why should he get rewarded kind of thing? Yeah, and then she says, like, this is the worst Christmas ever. <laughs> and, um... She's like, oh, I talked to the, the guy at the store and he said that this is something every boy wants and it's Lee Carvello's putting challenge. <laughs> and then he does the thing that every kid does when you get a gift that you don't care about. Like, you just want to make the other person happy. Like, even as an adult. I, I feel like it happens more as a kid because you don't get as many gifts as an adult. Um, but you're just like, gee, thanks, mom. And it's just like, she just smiles at him. He smiles back and yeah, then he um he gets that um embrace by Marge and everything's good and the end credits are hilarious because he's playing the putting challenge and it's like um he's uh You have chose nine iron. I suggest a putting. putting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I suggest feather touch. You have selected power drive. <laughs> And then, like, it even, like, goes into the parking lot. Like, they rendered all these cars in this, like, Genesis NES game. Um, it's like, would you like to play again? You have selected no. <laughs> that is my favorite part about the fact that they've actually rendered the parking lot. They've recorded lines for saying that the ball is in the parking lot and that, like, no game ever had the amount of data required on the cartridge to go out of your way to do that and create a completely comprehensive game outside of that. Yeah, um, this is one of the things that I would really like to have because there are people on Etsy that I've seen before that do make Lee Carvello's putting challenge. Like, they make the box and, like, a manual and everything and they even, like, replace, like, golf or something like that with uh, a sticker on there instead on an nes cart so like i would love to just have that as like a thing i can just put on my shelf just to have because like i, I like i like That'd this i like this movie or movie uh, i like this um episode just as much as you do like this is one of my favorites if not my favorite of these christmas episodes and one of my favorite episodes um just because hands down my favorite christmas episode yeah. like it, its sentiment is fantastic its relatability and like empathetic feeling is absolutely enthralling like there's only one other episode that gets me more empathetic with bot and like gets me more emotional about it being the one where bot actually tries to pass but um still fails and stuff but that, oh. we can talk about that one another time. That oh. one's a very deep episode. Bar gets an F. That's uh, season... Was that season one? I want to say it was season two. Okay, because I thought Bart's dog gets an F was season two. Unless that's season three. Maybe I'm getting my things mixed up. But um, yeah, no, I remember that one. Um, the only other one I was thinking about personally was Bart sells his soul. Because <laughs> that's another one that oh. I like a lot. But like, it's very much like um, you, you get on par with bart and you really do just empathize with everything that's happening to him um just because he learns about just man i feel like nothing without my soul and just seeing how the world treats him if he didn't have a soul it's just it's very interesting uh very interesting stuff uh take a look at that um when you when you can folks um man we're already almost at an hour 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised by this. Like, these two ones are definitely ones that um we would have a lot more to say about. I think the other ones are a bit less. One more thing before we move on to the next episode, though, sure. that I do want to say is my... One of my favorite gags in this one is the artificial snow. <laughs> They're spraying the tree down. And she gets, Lisa gets sick by it. Ooh. Yeah, she's just like getting woozy from it and that. As Marge is just like being that overly obsessive mom mm -hmm. about like, it's got to be done perfect. But that perfect is way too far covering the entire tree with the mm -hmm. artificial snow. <laughs> And that, like, the 90s standards of, like, no safety standards on so many things. Yeah. Like, I found out not long ago, the, the color hairspray you used to put in your hair as a kid, that's actually really toxic for you. Yep. <laughs> Man, yeah, there's so much stuff. Because I remember, even as a kid, like, um, there's a lot of things that specified this is non-toxic when it was a kid product. Because they knew someone was going to try to eat it or something. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, I, I I definitely do like that episode. Um, it's one of the best. Um, this gets another get at gaming. Um, it's excellent. It's excellent. Um, I probably out of all the Christmas episodes that we're gonna talk about today, that probably is. I don't, I don't remember if I said Simpsons resting on Open Fire is my favorite, but these two are very on par with each other, and depending on. Um, the day i may say one or the other right now i'm actually going more towards um the marge be not proud because it's just different and it hits you hits you differently um hands down marge be not proud will sit at the top of my tier list for episodes of all time even outside of the holiday specials right. it is amazing yeah um let's go miracle ahead. on evergreen terrace yeah so this is one that i had to rewatch because i was like which one is this again and i i watched it and I was like, oh yeah i remember this there's not too much to it. it it it's fine i i enjoy it um but it's not it's not the first two <laughs> i guess like um yeah it's a very hard act to follow those first two it does have another set of nice messages throughout it with you know but taking out the christmas tree lying about it yeah. and like not doing that it definitely has some of my favorite ridiculous gags we got into the the later seasons mm -hmm. for just how things can come together like as someone who has worked in uh, electrical environments a lot and seen what people do both in their homes and in corporate environments the fact that they have the millions of things all plugged in mm -hmm. to the one thing like they've got a, a power board plugged into a power board plugged into a double adapter plugged into a four-way adapter plugged into another double adapter and everything it's like i've seen people do that and it is not okay and this is exactly what it can cause <laughs> yeah um for sure um now i'm that might be in the next episode i'm thinking of because a couple of these episodes do um so the first the first one simpsons roasting on open fire you see like the the lights and everything how the lights aren't turned on right right isn't that how it is in the first one too but then i think it's the next one i'm thinking of where bart's like it's craptacular because like again the the lights aren't rights they're not working um 
but yeah, this one synopsis, honestly, is really, really short. Yeah. Um, you, you kind of already brought it up, but, um, they, they get a plastic tree, <laughs> plastic all the way. <laughs> um, yeah. So like they have a plastic tree and, uh, Bart really wants this certain, uh, toy. And so they, um, they get everything wrapped up and, um, Bart comes, um, downstairs early. And the way he does this is, uh, by drinking 12 glasses of water. Um, and he's like, oh, I thought of this by myself. And then Lisa's like, no, you didn't. Um, this has been done forever. <laughs> and, um, he has the dream of just like, you know, like the peeing dream. And it's like, go, go, go. Give me a pee. Go, go, go. P P P P P. Yeah. <laughs> and so he gets up and he's, he looks at his watch. The one time he wears a watch and, uh, yeah. and he's like, Oh, and then he, he, even like when he's walking away, like to go to the bathroom, he's like, Oh, 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 <laughs> like he does like the, the same like chanting. Um, after he goes to the bathroom, he goes downstairs and he opens up, uh, that, uh, fire truck, um, the inferno buster 3000 um he also opens up um some what was it uh like a card a christmas card or something from patty or selma and he gets like five dollars and he's like oh uh, selma or patty what a doll <laughs> or something like that um and yeah he opens up the fire truck very carefully um just like opens up the the wrapping paper so he can put it back together later and um yeah he starts playing with it and it starts spraying water like it just came with water in it like that's the crazy thing like he didn't fill it up or anything it just had water in it already and yeah, batteries charged batteries charge yeah. control uh water inside of it yeah, everything that it did once like that is something that uh i I want to say if we would like to read into it a bit more, it would show like fantastic parenting. It could just be a gag for the sake of the gag, but if anything, it shows like more likely Marge, but maybe even Homer having a golden moment, unboxing it before yeah. he did it and getting it ready for him. Cause like, I know as a kid, if, if my parents did that for me, where they'd get my toy already ready, charge it up and whatever, then rebox it. So I could immediately start playing with it. It makes that moment all the more magical yeah definitely um like i've had this before and even in my teenage years even um or even adult years what how old was i when the xbox came out i don't remember uh or xbox one i guess um that was like 2012 13 um but i remember specifically like i was in college or something but still living with family and I had to convince my mom, I was like, hey, um, DDoS is a thing. This happens every year. It especially happened the year before and everyone's being affected. This Xbox is a brick unless we update it now. Um, so I had to convince like uh, my parents to be like, hey, I, I already know I'm getting this, um, but can you, can we open this? I know what to do. I know I'll do all this. And I'm not even going to, like, put in any games, to be honest. I just want to update the system so I can play it. And somehow I convinced them to do that. Uh, I feel like I did it with the 360 as well. Um, or something. Um, 
or we or no i guess we didn't need that so yeah it might have been 360 as well i might have tried to update and do certain things um beforehand but yeah like th that is really i i never really thought about that like what you said like yeah perhaps marge or uh homer like even like yeah fill, filled everything charged everything and then put it in because i don't think the box was sealed the only thing that was sealed was the was the wrapping paper around it. yeah it was very like loosely placed in the box which again can just go down to it would slow down the pacing of the scene if he literally took it out of the box and took all the extra cardboard off of it yeah. and all the extra wrapping and stuff like you, you wouldn't really do that in the cartoon but it, it's a nice little sentiment that could be hinted towards if you re read into it deeply yeah i like it now that's my new headcanon that's what happened homer homer did it this is the one nice thing that homer does in this episode <laughs> so um so it's there it's there now um but uh yeah he um is playing with it and he shoots all those wires with water and it burns everything and the plastic tree turns into a whole lot of goop and yeah he does the child panicky thing of like it starts a fire in the corner he runs the fire truck into it he keeps piloting the fire truck instead of immediately just like going and getting water or fire extinguisher or anything <laughs> runs it right back into the tree but then he does try to get water he tries to go to the to the kitchen and grab the hose from the sink yeah. and it barely fits and he's like who designed this house <laughs> The one time they have the extension hose. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but then, yeah, eventually... Um... Oh, man, we didn't even talk about the yellow sweater. Le uh, Lisa, oh, this... Lisa, put down that yellow sweater. <laughs> yup. <laughs> um, but, like, you can see the yellow sweater just, like, dissolving or just falling into the goop of uh, the Christmas tree. Um and so and, uh, maggie's groaning santa oh, oh, oh it was a it was a it was a cow thing wasn't it like a cow oh it was a cow thing i can't remember i just remember the sound that it makes i thought it was a moo i thought it was a i associated it with being like a creepy little santa i don't even know if we ever saw the thing she just shakes I, it and it I, makes I, I a think sound it's a, i think it's a moo like i've seen those before like there's like these cups like when you're a kid kid there were these things that you like moved up and down and depending on what you did, it made a different noise. So I think it was like, just like a cow on it. And if you moved it down and flipped it over, it would go moo. And then the other way it would do oh, the yep, same. Yep. Um, so I'm pretty sure that's what that was, but all melts. Bart decides to go outside in his boots and uh, just boots and pajamas and go out there and just shovel snow and just bury everything underneath snow. He's like, snow covers all. Uh, pure white snow um and uh yeah he he um does that comes back in and um everyone's like oh where's where's the tree and lisa notices bart why are you outside why, why are you wearing your boots and um homer's like where's christmas bart <laughs> where's christmas <laughs> and he's like i don't know how to tell you guys this but um some guys some people robbed our house and we were robbed yeah um we were robbed and um so 
yeah uh, so basically it becomes a whole town thing that they were they were robbed there the police come and try to ask him questions about like what it was and he describes this like really crazy idea of like a person with like a hook hand and uh i think they're like cross-eyed and just like uh i don't know just a bunch of random things that like wouldn't normally match a person um but he's like you shouldn't try looking for them or something like that. <laughs> you won't find them um but the whole town um heard um what happened and they decided to give the simpsons uh, a bunch of money and yeah um, because um ken brockman comes in and does a, a the classic like what a heartbreaking story for the simpsons kind of newscaster song yeah. story yeah definitely and then um that's because they get um let's see yeah they get fifteen thousand dollars and then they go to buy a new car and i think the car was only like eight thousand um and uh homer goes on his own to the yard to buy it yeah he 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 mentions somehow he mentions exactly how much he has which is the fifteen thousand. yeah and the the car was originally twelve (laughs) thousand So the dealer just immediately just like like slaps a sticker or pull peel a sticker or something. It's just like, I'll make it fifteen thousand just for you. Yeah, it's like, is it fifteen thousand? It can be. Um, and yeah, then they get the they get the car, and they immediately uh crash because they're driving on ice. Um, and they're all yelling and they're like, oh, put it in reverse, put it in brake. Everyone's yelling too much. Uh, one at a time lisa <laughs> jump and then they all jump out of the car and it sinks into the lake um so then they lost all their money um somehow proceeds to explode onto the frozen lake <laughs> it does um which goes shows a lot like if what if they were actually in a wreck <laughs> um what would have happened in that car mm-hmm. um but um yeah they um see so yeah after that they go back home and everything and later that next morning um bart tells everyone the truth and it's like oh there wasn't actually a robber um it was it was me and um i i did it and um kent brockman shows up while they're all trying to kill bart and then like the door opens and they're all strangling bart while on camera and then they all just like turn to the camera and then just like hug each other and fake smile. <laughs> yeah, because this is where Homer is like, uh, they're like, "Do you have anything to say about the kid? Uh, about the robber?" Uh, yes. Um, I don't know where you are, and we should probably stop looking for you. But one thing's for sure: you do exist. <laughs> <laughs> and um, snow starts melting, and uh, you see all these uh things um you see the tree it's like little lisa's sweater uh little um maggie's toy little homer's uh sausages (laughs) what's happening here oh it's all true um we made it all up um but uh but we didn't know until just a minute ago so you can see why we had to lie to you just then (laughs) and just everyone's upset with them uh the whole the whole town's upset um and everyone hates them so marge okay yeah so this does have a really good 
joke in it. Marge goes to Jeopardy. Yep. And Alex Trebek is there. Um, and she goes to Jeopardy and she gets like minus like negative $7,000 or something. And um, she loses. And at the end, it's like, um, now, Marge, you said that you knew the rules when you start when you played the game and they try to like get seven thousand dollars from her <laughs> and um yeah and then they they come like the security guards like come with like bats or something about to go and hit them and uh they they run away and they come back to their house and they notice everyone's stealing everything but everyone's like oh it's the simpsons hello and they're all waving and all happy it's like, uh, I think it was Mo saying like, yeah, we we're all tired of being mad at you. So we decided to steal all your stuff. <laughs> and yeah. so they just go into the house and it's all empty. Um, they took everything except like a towel. I a think. A tatted washcloth. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and they're all fighting over it. And um, they all bond over this one little like thing left to show like they're all family still and they all appreciate each other because um, they're all fighting. And then Marge is like, uh, you, everyone stop that. Besides, it's mine anyway. Yoink. <laughs> and then she starts running around and the, the song starts playing. And um, yeah, like, I mean, I started off describing this episode like, man, it's not really memorable. And then I start saying like, oh, wow, there is a lot to this. So I don't know. Um, I I definitely do like it, but it's not on par with the other two. That's just the big thing is the fact of following the the first two. It's really hard to to follow those two, but it's it still has its fantastic moments. Um, hands down, Marge on Jeopardy is one of my favorite bits <laughs> of all time. Like that's bloody fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, it has, like, the nice message again. Definitely doesn't deliver it as neatly as mm -hmm. others. But I'm so f I'm very thankful for the fact that it doesn't try to, like, throw it in your face or anything. It feels kind of rush, kind whereas, of like, the other ones don't. Yes. And I think that's why I feel like it's less memorable because of that. Because, like, I mean, we, we talked about all these other episodes here, and we needed, like, 30 minutes to talk about each of them. And then now... With this one, I feel like I only talked about it for like 15 minutes or something. So it, it goes to show that like there isn't really much substance to this episode, but it does have some good moments. Um, but yeah, it throws it in a little bit, but it, it's it's worth your watch, but not to go on your always rewatch playlist. Yeah, unless it's un unless it's actually the season, like unless it's like um holiday season and everything then yeah i don't recommend you watch this all the time um the previous two i would say like yeah go for it watch these they're they're timeless regardless if you watch them at christmas time or not um but this one yeah i i, I would stick to your once every year or so type list um but um yeah so we're we're getting there we're like an hour 10 I might shave some of these off if you don't mind. Um, are there any in particular out of these that you absolutely don't care to talk about? Because we can just get uh, rid of one of those. Because then that just makes it easier. I don't think I care too much about uh, Simpsons Christmas stories. Okay. Yeah, we can get rid of that. Yeah. I actually, I didn't, I didn't put that on my list. Actually, I forgot about that one. Uh, Tis the fifteenth season isn't 
anything special. All right. Yeah, that the only one that um, that one has. Yeah, wait, yeah, that has the clock, right? That is the mean, you're a mean one, Homer J, I think. That that one does have the song, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing else really happens. Like it's fine, but yeah, it's it's okay. Um, so yeah, we'll go ahead and knock that one off. If we need to knock off She a Little Faith, we can. But um, I do want to talk about She of Little Faith myself. Right. At least uh, at least one factor about it that I find very interesting. Well, we were going to order, but if you want to just go to that one right now, um, just so we don't uh, miss it. Okay, well, yeah, skipping over to She of Little Faith, um, just the, like, I'm not a religious person my, myself or anything, but I've, I really enjoy the, the biblical reference that is made after, so, general synopsis of the start of the episode is, Bart sees Rocket on TV, I think it is, he sees it on TV, um, a commercial for it, they, um, he gets home his credit card number, make the rocket it fails they see flanders doing it way better homer gets the good old university nerd squad together yep. to make a I way love, better rocket i love that comeback <laughs> uh throws uh the the little gerbil in there uh mr nibbles yeah and the, the rocket starts going off course. Nibbles bails out when being given instructions by Homer over the radio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and cra crashes into the church, setting up the, the premise for the episode of the church gets destroyed and needs to get funding again. The funding comes from companies and ends up getting highly sponsored, highly commercialized, yeah. and is what triggers Lisa to be disgusted in what was going on with their local church and regard to Buddhism, etc. But the thing that I love about it is the pretty much the biblical reference of the cleansing of the temple when Jesus went to the temple of Jerusalem and saw that it was being surrounded in the courtyard by merchants and salesmen and mm -hmm. dealers and stuff and was disgusted in it and like did something about it and not, not being a religious person i don't know the hard details of it but i do really enjoy when they do focus on a subject matter like the church to actually make those biblical references yeah and it's also not just like um how most cartoons and other things do it where they're like either church is good just straight up church is good or church is bad like it actually mm -hmm. like yeah there there is a sense of like the church is doing this for a reason but at the same time they're not necessarily all the right reasons <laughs> exactly like they were pushed to that desperate situation and it can muddy the waters a bit but it can still cause it to become something that it shouldn't be yeah um like I, I do like this one a lot. Um, this is another one of them where I forget a lot about it until I start looking at the synopsis or until I start watching it. I'm like, oh, I actually do remember this whole episode. Um, but I, I specifically remember when you find out Lenny and Carl are Buddhists and they're just going like, who likes short shorts? I like short shorts. Those guys are way off. <laughs> it's just uh, it's excellent <laughs> it's so good um the, the other big um the other gag that i really love from it is when um like they're constantly trying to uh bribe lisa back to christianity with stuff like christmas yeah 
it's like well buddhism doesn't have christmas does it it's just like well buddhism doesn't care about material possessions and they they have the party it's just like oh it's actually a party but it actually turns out to be millhouse and ralph yeah posing in the shape of a party <laughs> I don't know, but his name is Clip Clip Clop, and he loves sugar cubes and hugs and all this other stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, there's oh. another gag in this earlier where he uses Homer's credit card, and he Bart's like, "Hey, Lisa, is Homer's credit card blah 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 blah? You know it is." Yeah. <laughs> he just immediately just orders the thing. Um, oh it, it's got some really good gags in it and it has it takes an interesting perspective as something that for for a western cartoon to delve into religion like this is definitely something that in its time was uh would have been a bit more risque yeah for sure um because this happened in 2001 because this was the 13th season even like i mm -hmm. specifically remember watching this one um from those dvds i recently sold a bunch of them um but there there are the like uh the compilation dvds where it's like here's a simpsons christmas here's a simpsons christmas too or here's simpsons party episodes because i own mm. a lot of the actual seasons themselves i elected to just get rid of the compilation dvds because like why have the compilation dvds especially because they don't look great because i've used them so many times too <laughs> so um speaking of um not looking great do you have the uh the seasons where they had those two seasons that had the completely different looking boxes three of so actually four of those seasons have them um oh, really six all of them did you had to mail in in order to get the regular six uh seven and seven eight nine and ten i think up to ten so six to ten had different faces because they were each like um because six was homer seven was marge eight was maggie nine was lisa and bart was ten and i have six seven and ten as the, the as the faces um but yeah they're they're I don't know. As a kid, like um, when I was getting them, like, oh, this is cool. This is different. This is neat. As an adult, I'm like, these don't look flush with the other seasons. What yeah, have I done? Exactly. Like once you get into that collector's aesthetic of it, it's just ah. Uh... I think they eventually did re-release season six um, without the thing. Same thing with ten. But I I do remember specifically that season six for a while, people were so upset with it, they had to be like, all right. Um, you can mail in this thing or request it online and we will send you a box for season six. Yeah, the, the lashback was absolutely insane for it. Yeah, I mean, again, it, it makes sense. <laughs> like, because, uh, yeah, it does look really weird on my shelf because I only own the first 11 or 12 seasons of The Simpsons. And then I kind of stopped because that was the point where they released season 20 just on its own and then filled up the rest um so i never really got to the rest because they were like releasing certain things on like just blu-ray for a while and i wanted to keep everything dvd because like i'm always scared of i mean it happened with disney plus in the beginning like i'm always scared of new formats in the beginning for older shows where like they might mess up the aspect ratio or certain things 
Um, so I'd rather just it all to be the same. Um, especially like, yes, I have a Blu-ray player I use, um, like my PlayStations or whatever, but, um, so they can play DVDs and Blu-rays, but if I am letting someone borrow this who only does have a DVD player or something, I'd rather them be able to watch the whole show. Um, like I, I love the show Chuck and I, I have Chuck on DVD only because the first two seasons I think were DVD only and the rest were Blu-ray. And so I elected to just buy them all in DVD because that's just the way I am. <laughs> that's how you go about it as a collector. Mm-hmm. Before we uh, derail too hard, let's get on to <laughs> Grift of the Magi. Yeah, for sure. Let's, um... This one's interesting. I remember this one a lot. Um, I keep clicking on the stupid ads. I don't have ad blocker on this one for some reason. Um... <laughs> Come on, go away, go away. You're not ad. Okay, the ad doesn't work. Okay. Um. All right. So this is the one where is this the f- yeah yeah this is Gary Coleman. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So this is the one where um Bart's gets uh gets hurt by jumping on the bed with millhouse and this is a episode that isn't super pc anymore in certain parts um because um i mean i'm gonna say it because it's relevant to the episode and stuff um but keep in mind like this is the era that doesn't excuse it but at the same time that is the era um stuff like this happens um bart and millhouse uh decide to jump on the bed and dress up in women's clothing and um in millhouse is like what scared you might like it and then they're just jumping and saying like sisters are doing it for themselves <laughs> and um homer busts in and he's like what are you guys doing and i want the non-gay explanation yeah <laughs> yeah the, the very like oh like 90s or earlier stereotypical father of just like not being okay with this yeah um and (laughs) bart is our millhouse are like we're drunk really drunk oh thank god and closes the door (laughs) (laughs) and then they're still jumping and um bart falls on a bowling ball it's just somehow just on the floor I don't know if it fell because they were, um, you know, going through the closet. So it's possible maybe it rolled out or something. Because I don't think the bowling ball would just be on the ground in that room in particular. Um, yeah, because it's, it's the weird thing of, like, Homer is the type of person that would just leave stuff lying around. But his bowling balls are very precious to him. That, but also, it was on Marge's side of the bed. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So I feel it, like it was the kids who did it. Yeah, very, very likely. Yeah, but Bart falls on it and falls on, um, it's like his back, more or less, lower back. Um, he, yeah. His coccyx. So he breaks his butt. Um, and so he has to use a wheelchair and finds out that the school doesn't have um, any handicapped accessibility ramps or anything. And <clears throat> Lisa is upset about that because they need it and fat tony just comes along and just randomly he's like um hey you know we can we can help with that and um they they 
they pay Fat Tony to um, make all of the all the stuff. They pay him two hundred thousand dollars, and it's all made out of breadsticks. <laughs> Which um. Uh, a big gag with that with the fact that it's made out of breadsticks the construction company that fat tony brings in is the valdazo brothers olive oil (laughs) (laughs) it was sus from the beginning and not just because it was fat tony yeah i love fat tony he's one of those characters who like whenever he shows up i'm always super happy um like the what's the moita (laughs) don't play dumb with me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or uh i i love i'm i'm gonna go on another tangent a little bit here but um i love um mayor to the mob i think that's a season 10 episode where <laughs> i always quote this all the time my roommate hates it uh, he probably likes it but he hates me quoting it all the time where um they they do uh the they milk all the rats for the oh, for the milk at the school yeah. he's like what everyone loves rats now you don't want to <laughs> drink the rats milk <laughs> <laughs> it's just excellent i love that character so much and it's always a treat to see him in anything um so it was great to see him here but yeah they lose uh springfield elementary loses money because of this they closed due to lack of funds since fat tony stole everything so um this uh person jim hope and kids first industries buys a school and then privatizes it and um, makes it um uh, private school and they talk about how the old school was lame because because like bart's saying like oh yeah this is a school's lame he's like yeah it is lame because your old school was lame because it didn't uh wasn't self-sufficient enough it didn't it, it closed so it's it was bad but our school is cool so let's do all these cool things and what they had to do was like bring in their favorite toy to talk about which again feels sus <laughs> like a better term uh it's just like oh we have to talk about all these things and then it just ends up just being like a sort of um i don't know like a, a focus group they turn yeah. the, the entire school into just like a giant focus group for developing these toys yeah because um that you can see like there's like a janitor's closet and you find out later like there's um it's a two-way chalkboard and stuff and um they're, they're asking the kids like in one grade like what do you want it to have um oh i want it to have uh to be like girly but also have karate chap action and be um be this and that have it, tons of accessories and um all this and like in lisa's grade they're like they're trying to come up with the name of it and with something with fun she's like um funzo attila the fun <laughs> is one of them um and uh yeah when she goes in and um uh finds out like the actual thing that's happening she sees funzo and it's all robotic since it doesn't have like the skin on it it's like uh give me a hug or something like that and yeah we had like terminator parody for that one (laughs) yeah it's very much terminator and furby combined um but uh it's it's very creepy um but once they find out like what's happening you see bart though um um like looking at um wait no this that that's later um you see bart and lisa like actually confront them and they're like yeah we did this um but he but here's a free funzo for screwing with you for a little a little 
and they give him a free funzo and later the the part of this episode i remember mostly is where bart's sitting with funzo and he's like looking at the catalog like the toy catalog that you look at and start circling things that he wants he's like man i could get the um the hot tub or like the house or or this and this and then funzo's like why not three he's like yeah three of them is great (laughs) um just showing that like funzo is just built to just sell toys and it it is essentially the perfect toy um because it's trying to kill all the other toys and he laughs that it like ripped off malibu stacy's head for lisa but then it starts trying to choke crusty and even crusty The Krusty toy reacts as if it's actually Krusty the Clown getting choked. And he, I think he's like, hey, what are you doing there? Ah. Um, but um, uh, it, it's yeah. fantastic. The insane destruction that Funzo goes down, because it's not just there to sell itself. It's not just there to sell the things that come with it. It's there to destroy all other toys. It is going to be the one toy. Yeah. Um. So they they realize what's happening and they let's see here um i'm trying to check the what happened when because she yeah she finds out about the stuff she tells the people she brings chief wiggum and chief wiggum like no one believes anyone about it um believes the kids about like funzo is being crazy um but that was before they knew Funzo was crazy. They uh okay. they discovered the fact that they were pretty much using him as a focus okay, group, both yeah. Chief Wiggum and the other adults in, and the spying room got replaced. They didn't believe him then, so they went to them to unsurface the Funzo stuff. That's when they got the free Funzo, found okay, out yeah. it was a killing machine. Mm-hmm. And then people just straight believe that because they just like I can't remember if they like exampled it or something, but they were just mm-hmm. like, Yeah, no, it's killing other toys. And everyone like homer specifically believes them because like yeah homer believes his kids and well he's also bored all it of them. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah steals all of the funzos and shucks them on the tire fire yeah and like i i uh, yeah so i kind of just got stuff mixed up but like yeah i forgot that they actually go to the kfi headquarters and you see they have gary coleman as a security guard and he's just talking to him and talking i forget exactly what he's talking about but he's like um just I, upset about i know this scene okay back for front pretty okay. much okay. Like, it's my right. favorite bit through the whole thing all right do it it's gary coleman leaning back in his chair on the phone they, they're crawling under the desk and gary coleman sitting back with a phone in his shoulder eating this like chinese yep. food or whatever and complaining about it. it's like i ordered a galaxy of prawns three <laughs> prawns is hardly a galaxy and as they crawl past the desk in that they realize the phone's not even connected yeah because <laughs> lisa's like him. it's not the phone's not even plugged in <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah because yeah and then the, the the woman's like how'd you get past gary coleman let's say he's a few prawns short of a galaxy <laughs> my one of my favorite lines of all time yeah but um so we'll, we'll go back here so like yeah homer and them they they grab all the funzos and steal them all and they throw them into the tire yard and gary coleman shows up to stop them and then like a narrator shows up out of nowhere just like talking about it's like oh they 
they talked about the meaning of Christmas all night long. And they learned about like uh, materialistic goods aren't great. And like the true meaning of Christmas has been lost. Um, and so Gary Coleman's leaving and is like, dad, we should invite him for Thanksgiving or for Christmas dinner. And um, Homer's just like, uh, hey, listen, my, my wife is, always makes too much mashed potatoes and stuff. Uh, why don't you um, come visit us for uh, Christmas? And he's like, are you crazy? I I have a lot of other things I could do. And Lisa's just like, Gary. He, he had Christmas with like Jay Leno or yeah, someone. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. And Lisa's like, Gary, all right, fine. And then Gary shows up and goes there. And like, um, let's see, like Mr. Burns shows up randomly too because he was visited by three ghosts that night. <laughs> like according yeah, to like the we, narrator, we've already had our. Um, oh no, no, we hadn't yet. Uh, it's it's later that we get Homer's um, McGrew Christmas Carol, but yeah, just off screen, Burns has his own McGrew's Christmas Carol ghosts of past, present, future moment. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that happens. Um someone else shows up to i forget who it was maybe lenny and carl no mo shows up because mo sticks his head he takes his head out of the oven and said puts a nice plump like turkey or something like that he shows up with turkey um and something happens and gary coleman says what you talking about homer and then he's like what you talking about everyone and then it's kind of kind of ends there um but yeah, that's uh, Grift of the Magi. Like, I, I guess we do technically have one more. I don't know if we really need to speak about it because we already talked about the ones that, um, like the last one that we have here, Skinner's Sense of Snow. It's not really a Christmas episode, but it's categorized as one. Um, so I don't know if we need to talk about it because we've been going already for an hour 30. So I feel like uh, for the sake of time and everything, um, we should probably stop if you're okay with that. Yeah, that that's all good. I'll I'll leave it on the note of um just one more thing about the the Gary Coleman, the fact of even though he like he acts like he's off the rails and everything, the executive comes out just like why'd you let him past? Like you're fired, Gary Coleman. What you talking about, Naval? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't stay mad at you. You're rehired. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's great like in gary coleman executive, i knew exactly what she was talking about <laughs> yeah like um because yeah this came out in like 99 and i don't remember when gary coleman was relevant like i don't think it was the 90s it was kind of weird for him to just show up be doing nothing so i mean i guess that was a joke that he was just a random security guard somewhere um because he was doing nothing um, yeah, he just gets paid for nothing is kind of the joke, I guess. Yeah. Like, Gary Coleman has never been relevant in my lifetime. Yeah, so, um, but um, I would rank this one above uh, Miracle on Evergreen Terrace, for sure. Um, and then, but, yeah, so, I, I would say you can watch this if you want um, at any time. It's nothing too special, but it has some good laughs there, and it is overall a good episode. It's not a great Christmas episode compared to, like, I keep talking about, like, the first two. But, like, even some of these others that we've even talked about, like, um, I don't know, like, Miracle on Evergreen Terrace, like, 
it's fine. It's not my favorite, but I think Grift of the Magi like is a little better than it. Um, wait, wait. More yeah, often yeah. than not, the Simpsons episodes that although maybe around Christmas time will end with a Christmas sentiment or just are based around that holiday season. I really like the Simpsons for not focusing on the Christmas aspect of it, just not being too much of a Christmas yeah. person myself, and usually focus around ideals that relate back to Christmas, yeah. like things like this with like the toys and the yep. commercialization, um, Marge be not proud, uh, just kind of uh, a sentimental thing that it's more so the pressure that might come with the season, with the things like the FOMO, the fear of missing out and everything, yeah. everyone else is getting the thing that you want, you can't get that thing. Uh, she of Little Faith focuses on, like, the religious aspect of it, mm -hmm. and, yeah, a lot of these early ones just, yeah, they don't actually focus on the Christmas aspect. Yeah, and, um, they're, they're great be because of that. Later, they start to, I don't know, um, from what I was looking at, I haven't seen all the later episodes, um, but some of them seem to be more Christmas-centric again versus not, um, but... Yeah, overall, um, I guess I should pull that back up. Uh, I'm going to rank these, because why not? Um, <laughs> so my number one is probably going to be your number one. So Marge, be not proud. Uh, followed by Definitely. Simpsons Roasting on the Open Fire. Grift of the Mat, or wait. So Marge, be not proud. Simpsons Roasting on the Open Fire. She of Little Faith. Grift of Magi. And then Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. Now, these are all good episodes, um some are better than others and that's why i rank them this way um i'm curious how you would rank these episodes or if it'd be the same or if a little bit different or what hands down marge be not proud for my first followed by simpsons roasting on an open fire like they're just such strong episodes mm -hmm. um marge be not proud really nailed it even though it was outside of that like you know magic season one through six section they still had a bit of the magic going on yeah um even as they got in uh later i really really like grift of the magi for some of its gags like to do with gary coleman and that and um a bit of the, the sentiment behind it and of course just like uh, dash a little bit of fat Tony in there and it's gonna get me a little bit of bias yeah. so i have to agree on that one um i think S skinner's sense of snow might sit a little oh. bit above g of little faith for me okay i didn't put that on my ranking since we didn't talk about it um yeah but sure. yeah that's where i would put it as well <laughs> honestly yeah I, I it's a very very fun episode very off the walls um she of little faith i do really 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 like the concept of but just throughout the episode it doesn't stay as solid so that it's it just underneath that yeah. miracle on evergreen terrace does sit at the the bottom of that it's a serviceable episode but it doesn't have any kind of sentiment or gag or anything that really pulls me in and makes me go like if i was showing someone the simpsons it was like oh you have to see this episode and you have to see this episode there's nothing that shows out about that episode that makes me go this is an essential viewing yeah um cool well i'm it's kind of interesting how yeah we we kind of almost uh vibe there we almost got the same list um but yeah, because we both been watching Simpsons forever. We both love Simpsons. Um, yeah, this has been a fun time. This has been a been a long time, a uh, long time coming as well. Because I talked about this to you like back in like June. I was like, "Hey, D 
do you want to do a thing and you're like yes anything to talk about the simpsons please um hell yeah <laughs> and so um yeah so we went up and did it um this is going to be airing in uh december so all these are actually pre-recorded uh you know that but um the the audience probably knows that as well because i think i told them at one point um yeah this comes out in 22nd so um december 22nd so happy holidays to everyone merry christmas happy hanukkah happy happy everything um um yeah um again thanks so much for stopping by uh on this episode i really do appreciate it it's nice to have someone who enjoys the simpsons as much as i do if not maybe more because you're more well versed in it compared to me um even though like i feel like i am that person like in my friend group and everything who like loves the simpsons um it's nice to nice to feel humble and like notice that there's someone even greater than myself <laughs> it's just in our blood as, as australians as i said it's a it's a very cultural cornerstone for my generation of Australians. And I'll always be happy to come back on if you want to talk about more Simpsons or even some other animations. Oh yeah, for sure. I I have some ideas, but um, yeah. um, We talked about earlier in the beginning, but where can uh, people find you? Uh, mainly on Twitch. I do have uh, YouTube, Twitter, Discord, all that other stuff. But if you come find me on Twitch, that's where I mainly do my stuff. You can find me Monday, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Australian Eastern Standard Time or Daylight Time during the daylight savings hours now that I have moved to somewhere that actually has them. Twitch.tv slash Vex underscore Composure. And I'm a bit of a comedian, a bit of a video game commentator for fighting games and other stuff thing i'm mainly proud of is yeah my ai clown fiesta where i make cpus versus cpus and we mm-hmm. bet on them using channel points in absolute insanity yeah it's awesome and so some, so some other things like i play some gaming like mondays we do some stupid meme stuff in that and thursdays and fridays we do other stuff there's other stuff in there as well for like whenever i just decide to play different games i love jrpgs hack and slash games like devil may cry and such character action games and also i am an editor for lost underscore then underscore found can also find him on twitch and over on youtube anything up over on the youtube is edited by me and i may be picking up some more editing things later down the track which you can find out more about if you yeah follow me over on twitter vex underscore composure again over on twitter i'm vex underscore composure everywhere except for youtube because you can't put underscores between names but if you just look up vex composure you'll find me oh interesting i didn't know that you couldn't uh put that on youtube that's i mean you, i guess you could write vex underscore like you'd actually write out <laughs> underscore oh <laughs> uh, man become the meme do it uh, but that, that's awesome Don't me to be bad marketing but it's such a good meme <laughs> it, it is um yeah i appreciate you being here i appreciate everyone listening um thank you so much everyone for watching listening however you're doing um if you're new here um consider following us on um either the itunes spotify wherever wherever you get your podcast because we're on pretty much everything somehow it's awesome um and then we're also on youtube if you search for get out of gaming um get out of gaming podcast on youtube uh, you have to look it up that way because um they changed it now where you have to have 100 subs in order to have an actual like name url um because like my actual like my channel um still says cheetar 2 because i was able to just do that 
um back when but yeah now you actually need to like be reputable or something which is crazy so now i always tell people to search for get at gaming podcast and it actually brings us up instead of some random person so yeah go ahead and search us there subscribe um like follow comments do all the stuff talk to us on facebook twitter um we have a we have a tiktoks that i never use um but there's like two videos on there so take a look at those um i kind of worked a little bit on those so i appreciate that but um until next time happy holidays have a bloody good one y'all